Who do you serve? Why do they care? And who are you? People don't necessarily care about you until they know how you might be able to add value to them. I always talk about the who are you last because the last thing people hear is the thing that they remember. So when we're doing our 60 second commercial or elevator pitch, instead of starting with your name, end with your name. The thing they're listening for most is your name. So if you can make that the last part, they're gonna hear all the rest of the stuff because they're waiting to hear that piece too. Welcome to the Powerful Marketing Tips Podcast, created for overwhelmed business owners who want to build, run, and organize their marketing for good. And here's a brief overview of our guest. Do you know what AQ means? It stands for Awareness Quotient. And today's guest, Terry Beam, is here to tell us all about it. Terry is a sought-after speaker, business growth coach, and consultant. His area of expertise is steeped in the space of relationship marketing. His love of Detroit compelled him to create Motor City Connect in 2006. MCC was one of the first hybrid online and real-world networking groups in the country. Terry is also credited with creating the movement that celebrates March 13th as Detroit Day and producing one of the largest and longest-running TEDx events on the planet. Hashtag TEDx Detroit since its founding. Terry has written a book on business networking and has received nice recognition, including the Presidential Service Award from President Obama. Impressive, right? In today's episode, Terry shares how we can get a much better feel of who we are by increasing our internal awareness while making sure others know what a good opportunity is for us. And that means increasing external awareness. Enjoy. Hi, I'm Marilis, and thank you for tuning in today. So time is the only non-renewable resource in our lives. And I really appreciate your decisions to take this time here with us today. And especially as business owners, we need to be precise about how we spend our days. But we also need to take time for growth. And I am very honored to welcome our guest today, who can help us here a lot. Welcome, Terry. Hi, Marlise. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be here. Thank you. Likewise. Thank you. So, Terry, I know today you are focused on helping professionals get better connected to the ideas, people, opportunities. But please share with us, how did you find this path for yourself? You know, it's an interesting story, and it goes back to a guest you had on probably a year ago, Frank Egan, who originally introduced you and I. Yep. Frank and I were in a networking group 20 plus years ago, let's call it, because it's closer to 30. Uh, and I got really, really interested in the idea of going out, listening to my clients' needs, and then connecting them to the resources they needed through the network that Frank and I were building at the time. And it's just something that became such an integral part in my life. I was like, how can I, how can I use this to help others, to ultimately help myself. Wow, Frank is a great connector, I know that, and I'm very glad he connected us. <laughs> he, he is, indeed. Yeah, Terry, we uh, very slightly discussed before 
you know, this interview here, where should we put our focus today? Because, um, because our listeners are, let's be honest, overwhelmed. There is so much to do every day, right? And I know your experiences and your background is, um, is um, so much more. You know, we could talk like hours or days here, but um, we agreed with you that let's focus on the term AQ. I even didn't know about that uh, before, you know, talking to you about that. Tell, tell to our listeners, please, what, what is it and, uh, and uh, how do you work with that? Sure. I, you know, to my knowledge, I made it up about 15 years ago. I, I've oh. seen some other people talk about it in the last seven, eight years. Uh, but this AQ is similar to our IQ, our intellectual quotient, mm-hmm. or our EQ or EI now, emotional intelligence. But our AQ is our awareness quotient. And I try and break it into two very distinct categories. We have external awareness. What do other people know about us and who we are and what we do and who we serve? And then we have internal awareness. How do we perform at our best? What's our peak state? When do we sleep and wake and do our highest level of work? So we can dive into those things. And I think the the small business owner, the overwhelmed person, you and I included in that conversation mm-hmm. for sure, Marlies, because we're in that trench every day. Uh, I think they're going to find some great value in this discussion. Wow, I love this because I didn't know it was uh, it was like you gave. I didn't know it's fifteen years old already. It's been <laughs> so a tell while. me, how did yeah, how did you come up with that idea? Because I I really love that. Uh, I was really, really into metaphysics and the the book, the movie, The Secret and the Law of Attraction. And, you know, I I came to the conclusion and studied Buddhism for a while. And in Buddha, when he awoke under the Bodhi trees, said three words. He said, I am awake. And there are other translations that say, I am aware. And so the whole idea of being just fundamentally present to our present became really, really front and center for me. And so Mm -hmm. I was like, you know, we have all these quotients. Why aren't we measuring people's level of awareness? Or uh, Chris Brogan wrote the foreword for my networking book. And he talked, he singled that section out and said, I've never thought about this. And it explains why some people show up and other people show up and like are just not even really there and it's it's all based on our awareness oh my god i love that please tell us how can we show up and really be aware every day it's a it's a practice right let's start with everything that's great we have to be conscious of it we have to be aware of it Mm -hmm. and we have to make a concerted effort to do the work And the work there is to kind of shrink all the noise that goes on in our mind, right? I don't know about you, but there's constant chatter going on nonstop. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. it's really a matter of pushing those things out. Or if negative thoughts arise, how do we turn those into positive thoughts in the moment, right? So we're not sitting there ruminating on things that don't serve us but replacing them with things that do. 
that's a great point and I want to stop you here for a second because distractions are a huge part of our lives. So please give us some very practical things we can take from here. <laughs> you know, I we talk about uh, we were talking about time management and I mm -hmm. laugh at the idea of time management because you have 24 hours in your day where you are. I have 24 hours in my day where I am. Yep. There's not much to manage time. But the things we do inside of those 24 hours, we absolutely can prioritize. So I, I fall into the category of priority management. So I don't care if you make a to-do list and go through mm -hmm. it that way. Um, I will tell you that most of us have way too many things on our to-do list to actually feel satisfied. I try and shrink mine down to the five or six most important things to do that day, knowing mm -hmm. that other things are going to come in and distract me and need to get done and have that urgency. But I want, I want to focus on five core things, maybe six, that I'm going to get through that day. And if I don't get through all six, um, the next day I make a new list and those carry over or mm -hmm. I realize they weren't that important and maybe I made the wrong list. Yeah, I even I'm right now thinking that those five or six might be even be too much, maybe because the, the way I work and the way we work at Powerful Marketers with our clients is that uh, we usually um, have, you know, three big goals for a day and, you know, all the other things are also there, but uh, we usually follow those three main, <laughs> main goals for every day. But uh, of course you should, um, you should be able to manage five as well. <laughs> you should. And it, it really becomes a, there's a difference between project management and task management. Mm -hmm. Right. So most times when we're thinking about a project, whether it's creating a video or writing a blog post, you know, you think about the steps of the video. You got to find the person to, to record the video with. You've got to get them on a calendar. You've got to actually send the link. You've got to record the video. You've got to edit the video. You've got to share the video. Right. So the video is is a project made up of a series of tasks. So sometimes it's best to just break and, and worry about the individual tasks. Mm -hmm. And so it mm -hmm. becomes a little bit easier to do a few more tasks than mm -hmm. one big project, if that makes sense. Yeah, that's that's very good, uh, very good point. So do you have any, I don't know, ideas how to, how to make it happen? Because it reminds me Brian Tracy's book, you know, eat, eat that frog, that you should do yeah. the most harder, hardest, hardest thing, first thing in the morning. What is your uh, approach here? Or I, I, so I, mornings for me are sacred, right? And I try not to let anything get into my morning, mm -hmm. but that's not because I'm doing my best work. I know I don't do my best work in the morning. So I like Brian Tracy's idea of do the hardest thing first, mm -hmm. but I don't fully agree with it because I want to do the hardest thing when my energy level, my focus level, my concentration level is at the right point mm -hmm. to take mm -hmm. on the hardest task. Mm -hmm. Because otherwise, I'm not able to give my 100% to the most challenging thing. And mm -hmm. so... 
there's a, a circadian rhythm or a biorhythm in each of our lives. And we have to really start paying attention to those, how we show up in specific times during the day and then do our most important work when we're, we're at our peak state and lesser important work when we're not. You know, maybe the important client call mm -hmm. is not something you want to do when you're feeling sluggish or tired, as an example. That's very good because I really hear that now you're circling back to awareness. You know, I should be aware where, so, when exactly is my, you know, is this time when I am you know, most productive during the day? And when is this day when I'm not? I love that. <laughs> most people sense a crash, right? They get a little tired, maybe an hour or two after lunch, two or three in the afternoon. You know, that's not the time to be doing this important stuff. Some people mm -hmm. are straight up morning people. I get up five o'clock in the morning. I take on the day. I work out. I, I do my hard work. I make my make my agenda for the day. Uh, and I start working on that tough project, and that's great. But I'm as likely to be up at 1 a.m. as I am at 7 a.m., right? Mm -hmm. I'm probably more likely to be up at 1 a.m. than 7 a.m. because it's mm -hmm. just who I am. And as such, you know, my, my best working time is normally after 9 p.m. So I try and do some of the things that you know, that are going to take the most focus and the most energy, like the, the writing, the video editing in the evening, because I'm, it's just better suited for me. And I spent mm -hmm. I spent a long time figuring it out. Why? Because I started paying attention to it. I became aware of it. So step one is make an effort to pay attention to when you have the most energy. Whether you need to journal and write it down or whether you just spend a couple, three weeks noticing your rhythm, right, your pattern over the course of a few weeks, you'll start to see, uh, well, you'll start to recognize when those times are for you. And you'll mm -hmm. know what it feels like if you check in mentally and physically and emotionally and spiritually. Mm -hmm. I love that. Is there any practice you would... Uh also suggest, I mean, some people like to meditate, some people go into yoga, you know, things that really help you to raise this awareness. I, I so step one is find what works for you. I've mm -hmm. meditated, I've yoga, I, mm -hmm. I paddleboard a lot because I live mm -hmm. on a lake. And it's, it's about you, you could work out, you could run, you could, mm -hmm. you know, nap whatever works best for you. Um, but it's it's a key thing that you have to consistently make and take that time for you. And it's, it's hard to do with the 87 things that are coming at us, especially if you're a business owner, married with children and, you know, family obligations and, you know, mm -hmm. all these things that aren't even work related that come at us every single day. I know, and uh, we also at Powerful Marketers, you know, are all about how to find this balance. Uh, and uh, we use the term MIP time, meaning it's similar to VIP concept, but MIP means most important person, which is me. 
Ooh, I like that. I'm an MIP today. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. make yourself an MIP. It's in my calendar. MIP time Uh, is in my calendar every morning. I love it. Do you do do it at the same time every day? Yes. I'm at the 5 a.m. club for past seven or eight years. So, yeah, I do my yoga, my affirmations, you know, my everything. (laughs) I love it. Wow, what a... What a powerful tool those are. If you sit down, you know, and if you need inspiration, go to Louise Hay or, uh, you know, there's a there's a bunch of other people that Mm -hmm. have written about affirmations. John Mm -hmm. Asaraf is one that I like to follow as well. And and look at how they structure their affirmations and then take some of their stuff and reword it to make it relevant to you. That's a very important. I know it's big science behind that. So that's um, yeah. It it took me really years to understand, you know, how to how to work <laughs> with with affirmations. But this is something uh, you know that really affects us, you know. But what else is under this internal awareness? We should so we should notice. You know. What, what are we putting in our face, right? What are we eating? That's a, mm. that's a, a big thing. You know, I, I kind of broke down life in a, in, a, in a five pillar sort of thing. And those five pillars are spiritual health, mental mm-hmm. health, physical health, relationship health, and financial health, right? Mm-hmm. And the eight minutes when I was firing high on all five of those pillars it was just the best eight minutes of my life because you know you talk about balance i always Mm -hmm. look at it like harmony because balance is kind of even harmony actually has a nice flow to it Mm -hmm. um and so i'm trying to keep those five areas of my life harmonious and so when it's time to do the work you do the work when it's time to have the fun you have the fun but don't mistake that there are going to be times when you're out having fun where you're going to have to go do some work or mm-hmm. when you're doing the work and all of a sudden an opportunity for fun breaks out. We have to be less rigid and more fluid because life happens to us and for us and we have some control, but our control is only where and where we respond to it, how we respond mm-hmm. to what happens. So I, it's, that's it. I believe last few years have really taught us a lot about that life happens to us, you know, and we, it's all about how we adapt to that <laughs> change. That's for sure. I, I'll tell you, if we would have met in February of 2020 or any time before that, I would have told you I was a smart guy who knew a bunch yep. of stuff. Uh, after March 2020, I don't know anything whatsoever at all. So it's interesting. Yeah, I, I get you. Okay, so um, we talked about, you know, that first step. What is second step? You mentioned eating part. Is that the step we should also be very aware every day, you know? Because as you said, we should be in harmony. We should. Yeah, so it's an interesting thing. And I don't care what people eat. I just want people to be honest with themselves, Hmm. right? Don't don't act like you're a health food food nut if you're slamming a handful of pizza slices down your face, right? Don't, Don't trick yourself. 
eating is important, but mm -hmm. we rely on food too much. We rely on the wrong food very often as well. And if you change what you're eating or even more important, when you're eating, uh, it can change your energy quite a bit too. You know, it's mm -hmm. really easy to be sluggish after having a big Italian pasta meal in the middle of the day, right? Of course you're gonna fall asleep or, or feel mm -hmm. some sort of way. So we do have to be, we have to be mindful of that. And, and exercise is little as walking or yoga or Pilates or things mm -hmm. that we can do at home. Just going downstairs and ripping off 100 or 200 push-ups and some, some crunches <laughs> is better than nothing, right? All of it is better than none of it. I know that is that is so that is so good, and it really reminds me of uh, one one interview I did with Sandeep Nath, um, and um, he talks about entrepreneurial stress. And I remember he also uh, we we also had this discussion around you know um, what you eat really uh, affects our energy level, you know, and uh, and. Um, and I remember he shared this quote by Gandhi. It, it said that you should drink your food and chew your water, you know, to make sure that, you know, you are not eating because you are in a hurry or you are stressed. You should take time for that and you should make sure that you're eating right things that will, you know, help you uh, raise your energy level. And I think that's a very important topic, especially nowadays. Well, and, and to, to build on that, the idea that you know, and, and when I was younger, if there was a plate of food in front of me, you could pull out a stopwatch and it looked like I was going for a world record with how fast <laughs> I was shoving that food in my face, right? If you just slow that process down, mm -hmm. chew your food properly, enjoy each bite, mm -hmm. right? Put the fork down in between shoveling food into your face um yeah. it you it turns out we actually get fuller faster than we think right it yeah. takes it takes a moment for the stomach to relay the message to the brain that we're full and in that moment we packed on 600 more calories without really even thinking about it i know oh my god it's it's so important you know to to take care of your energy level, your body, your mind, and uh, and I agree that's you know I would say most important even because you cannot really build you know successful business if you're not strong yourself. Let's be honest. <laughs> that's exactly it. I mean, it, it, it. Your business has to start with you. End of mm -hmm. story. Full stop. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. and so taking care of you and making sure your needs are met, making you the mm -hmm. MIP. Um, becomes a very important element to your mm -hmm. success, mm -hmm. right? And so those, making sure that the relationships are aligned, making sure that your physical health is aligned, making sure your spiritual health, that you're connected to whatever it is that you believe in, right? I don't, it's not a religious talk, but mm -hmm. it's, it's having that connection to something that is greater than you uh, and feeling good about that is is really really important and then the mm -hmm. financial piece ends up not necessarily taking care of itself but if you do the right things in the right order at the right times 
it kind of does. I know. So let's talk about external awareness as well. Of course, I could talk about those internal things forever because that's one of my favorite topics. But still, <laughs> let's let, let's go into into external um, awareness as well. Yeah, I love it. So you know, years ago, you know, people used to always talk about uh, it was what you know. In the, in mm-hmm. the old days, if you were you know a silversmith, you worked with silver. If you were the guy that shoed horses, you were the horseshoer guy, right? <laughs> and and we got paid for what we knew. Mm-hmm. And in the eighties or so, the saying became, "It's not what you know; it's who you know." And, and that was a very prominent saying that people still use today. But the reality is, it's not really even who you know. It's how you're known, right? So more important than who you know or who knows you is how are you known mm-hmm. in your circle and beyond. And so you have to establish uh, like a reputation. You have to establish a brand And that brand has to stand for something. And then you have to be consistent with that across the multiple platforms that we use, whether it's podcasts or in person or on social media or on your website, whatever the case may be. You have to show up the same kind of way. Maybe the photos are different, right? But the message really should be the same. And the people mm-hmm. that live their lives out loud and on purpose are the ones that attract the most folks to them, right? People mm-hmm. that are quiet and demure and don't share who they are, aren't vulnerable, aren't authentic, they don't have the following. The people that are out there making waves, those are the people that, that get have other folks gravitate to them. Mm-hmm. And I love how you actually said it out that you should be also using clear messaging because this is something I see every day that uh, the message is you know it's not clear for yourself and how come your audience (laughs) understands what is your message that's exactly it if if Mm -hmm. you're not sure what you do how can anyone else be I, I on my LinkedIn profile for about eight months uh, it said, if you ask 10 people, what does Terry Bean do? You'll get 10 smiles and nine different answers. Because I do a lot of different things depending on who you are and what you need, right? I'm, a, I'm an intuitive coach, mm-hmm. but I'm a trainer, I'm a speaker, I'm an influencer. I don't like that term, but I evidently have influence. Um, and, and so depending on what people need, I'm certainly a connector of folks. Uh, is what they get from me. But that Mm -hmm. branding, that message piece was garbage. And it didn't, I didn't, I thought it was kind of cute and clever and fun. And then one day I was like, dude, the joke's on you. You just admitted that no one has a clue what you do. First and foremost, you don't. So we have to plant a flag in the ground and be able to communicate a value proposition Right. So I always look at it this way. Who do you serve? Why do they care? And who are you? Right. And in that order, because people don't necessarily care about you 
until mm-hmm. they know how you might be able to add value to them. Mm-hmm. And the other piece, I always talk about the who you are you last, because the last thing people hear is the thing that they remember. So when we're doing our 60 second commercial or elevator pitch or whatever you want to call it, instead of starting with your name, end with your name. Because mm-hmm. one, the last thing they're going to remember, and two, the thing they're listening for most is your name. So if you can make that the last part, they're going to hear all the rest of the stuff because they're waiting to hear that piece too. I love that. I, re- I really do. That's very, very good. <laughs> who do you serve? Why do they care? And who you are? <laughs> That's right. That's right. No, why do they care? What do you do mm-hmm. for them? Whatever you want to, yeah. however you want to frame that is, is, but that's what it's about. But I get it. If, uh, if you're out there serving, you know, your audience, then uh, they will follow you. Even if you don't want to be an influencer, you still are. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's like an accidental influencer just kind of <laughs> fell into that stuff sometimes. No, but if you're if you're authentic in in consistent right and oh boy we could talk about consistency for 30 more minutes i know but if you're I authentic <laughs> and consistent it it starts to resonate people start to share it more people find out about it more people share it more people find out about it of course consistency is the number one rule in marketing so you shouldn't even start with anything if you if you're not planning to be consistent that's for sure but what would you say to those people who are listening to us and thinking oh my god another you know guy who tells me i should put myself out there i don't have time for that you know i don't i don't feel so comfortable and it's you know <laughs> i you know what it's a habit right and it needs mm-hmm. to actually become a habit and with the this little baby mm-hmm. right you can be out there in about 27 seconds i teach my clients to go to google type in their industry type in funny or type in inspiration and type in meme and pull images or memes or content that resonates with you stick it in a folder on your phone or in your laptop and then you've got a bunch of content already there that you didn't have to create. You took 10 minutes to find 15 things that made your heart sing. Mm-hmm. And you can share that without a lot of effort under 30 seconds. Hey, this really resonated with me today. What do you think about it? Or this is really on brand for me. I hope you enjoy it. Whatever the case may be, put some context around the post because it's not really yours, but share it. And once you get in the habit of that, and once you start seeing some traction from it, it becomes easier for you to keep repeating the behavior. Mm -hmm. I agree because there are people still who say, no, I need to be perfect for that. And you know what I did, Terry? I don't think you know that story, but... Before um, starting with our own podcast, I wanted to create this habit, you know, talking to a camera. And I took this uh, 100 days uh, video challenge for myself. And I did this uh, over social media. So I promised to my community that over 100 days, I will share a little piece of video every day. And 
it first felt like a suicide, <laughs> but, <laughs> but I did it, and I was so happy, you know. And uh, and uh, actually, everybody, you know, who followed me, they were cheering up, and uh, you know, of course, the videos were horrible, and <laughs> I don't want to look at them anymore. But still, I had, you know, this. I, I'm glad because I really have this habit now and I don't feel bad anymore about even, you know, doing mistakes because I'm a human being. So, yeah, I I think that's a great suggestion from your side. Make it a habit first and then you Make can think well, about how it looks like. <laughs> even before the habit, and you just nailed it, you have to set the intention, mm -hmm. right? What is the intention? And... For those of you that are like, I don't want to add to the noise, don't think about it as adding to the noise. Think about it as how you can add value to your audience, yep. right? Because they'll come back if there's value. If you're only adding value to yourself, you're making mm -hmm. noise. If of you're adding course. value to others, it's a different perspective. And you know, one of my favorite quotes here that might help our listeners is, mm, it's hard to be nervous when your heart is in service. So if you're there helping your clients, then it is hard to be nervous and think about how I look in this video. It's not about me, right? Oh my God, I just love this discussion here, Terry, with you. And I could go on like hours, but um, please tell us, where can people find you and connect with you if they, you know, listening here and they're so inspired, they wanna hear more about your thoughts? I love it, thank you. Um, is social media wise, I'm most active on LinkedIn. It's linkedin.com slash in slash Terry Bean, uh, T-E-R-R-Y-B-E-A-N. Uh, and my website is trybean.com, T-R-Y-B-E-A-N.com. And we will put those links here next to the recording as well too. Perfect. So. One thing before we wrap it up here, you know, if you feel like you need some inspiration, what is the quote you think about or what is the song you would listen to? I love or that both. question. Um, <laughs> so there's there's two songs that, that come to mind immediately. One of them is a song called How About You by the band Stained. Uh, it just, it's the, the, the refrain is I paid, I gave my soul to get here. How about you? And the lyrics are really cool. And the other I song, Sting. That actually, I love Sting. I just needed to comment. <laughs> I love them too. Aaron Lewis is going to be in town in a couple of weeks. I'm like, am I going to see this? I don't know. Um, the other one, it used to be my ringtone on my phone years ago was get the balance right by Depeche Mode. And I just like the just the those words are so important, and it's got some great lyrics in it as well. I love that, and maybe we should tell them to have another song, get the harmony right. <laughs> That's right, absolutely. <laughs> Listen, let's be in harmony, people. Let's be in harmony. I couldn't agree more. I have a tattoo with Chinese characters right here that supposedly says harmony. I don't read chat Chinese. It could say this guy eats chicken. I have no idea, but Same that was here. the intent. <laughs> but what about the quote that inspires you? 
Uh, you know, I uh, Martin Luther King has long been an inspiration in my life. And I remember like the first time in third grade having to write a report. Uh, I ended up writing on him. And so one that comes to mind is you don't have to see the whole staircase. You just have to take the first step. Mm -hmm. And I'm all about forward progress, right? Keep moving forward, which was a Walt Disney saying. And, Mm -hmm. And it's such an important thing. Listen, you're gonna get knocked down. Good God, you're gonna get knocked down. But you gotta get up again, right? Yeah. The only people that stay down, or the only people that don't move forward are the ones who stay down. Just keep getting up. I love that. That is so powerful, Terry, really. <laughs> oh my God, I got my goosebumps right now. <laughs> Thank you for that. But, you know, few like last thoughts here for our listeners who are like listening to us and thinking about their AQ today. Is there anything you want to add to, to wrap it up for our listeners today? Yeah, it's it, again, the, the idea of being intentional is one. The idea mm-hmm. of practice is two, right? And the idea of focus on being present to your present, right? Bring your whole self into the moment. The, the one thing I tell people all the time is we've all got head trash. We've all got past. We've all got things that we're ashamed of or embarrassed by or whatever. We've all got grievances about people that did wrong by us or whatever. You can take all that garbage and squish it into a little ball, bury it in the recess of your mind, And you can go visit that crap whenever you want, but drop it. Don't carry it with you into every single interaction, Mm -hmm. right? Bring your best self forward. Leave that stuff. And again, go see it whenever you want. I promise you, if you can figure out how to do that, you'll stop visiting it. You'll stop looking for it because you'll learn quickly it doesn't serve you or those you're trying to serve. Love that. So let go of everything that doesn't serve you. Okay, yeah, you could have said it like that, I guess. That's less fun. (laughs) Oh my God, I appreciate you very much, Terry. Thank you so much for your time and your, you know, insights here today. Thank you for having me. I really am glad to be here with you. Thank you. Well, that's all we've got for this episode of the Powerful Marketing Tips podcast. But make sure to link up with us at our free monthly international mastermind event. Just go to powerful-marketers.com forward slash mastermind. We would really appreciate it if you would rate this podcast and leave a comment wherever you tune in to listen. That will help us and other potential uh, new listeners. Until next time.